To another episode of the Raya Listening Podcast. I'm your host, Steady, and joining me as always is Rompas. Rompas. Uh, we've been away for a while. Um, personal life stuff that we were talking about before we hit record. Um, but uh, uh, you know, a lot of stuff has gone on with Monterrey. I, I think we, we talked about Visitich coming back. I think we, that's the last time we talked. Um, but there's been a lot of changes. In terms of like you know who's in who's out, um, that that's pretty much what we're gonna talk about. You know these next 40, 50 minutes or whatever. Um, just the additions. What's next? You know the season starts in about two weeks, July third. Um, mm-hmm. So let's start there. Let's talk about the players who are no longer here. Um, like not really like not a lot of like key players have left. You know, it's it's still like you know the the you know the, the more key player that left was Vincent Janssen. Um, so let's start there. I'd rather talk about the departures first and the in the arrivals. Um, but let's start with Janssen. Uh, what was your reaction when when that that news kind of went down? Well, well, first, um, uh, it's uh, it's great to be back here um and uh well i think that uh nobody got surprised about the transfer maybe the timing of it because it was just like from one day to another all right so he's gone <laughs> but uh other than that uh, i don't see that that, uh, that uh, it really had an impact on, either on the fans or, or on the actual club. Because, let's face it, I mean, we were trying to get a, a player that uh, had a, that could go head-to-head with Funes Mori, and we never got that. I mean, the kid, he's good. Um, I'm not going to say he's, he's a bad player or something like that, but, uh, but he never really had any consistency. He he played one game and then got injured for three, then played another two games. And um, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, I think that what is going to be missed from him is much more as outside of the pitch than what he did in it. Even though a lot of people say that 2019 uh, championship was much because of him. I would I would think it was much more with Pavon than him, but, but all right, it's just opinions. Uh, but I, I think that uh it's it's just uh, it was just a matter of time. That was something that was gonna happen. Um but the good thing about him living is that uh it it, it gave the club an opportunity to bring somebody else uh yeah. boring. Hopefully this time we can get it right. And they, and they got a, a pretty. I mean, they didn't get what they paid for. Um, but you know, they okay. did get like was it five five million euros or five and a half million euros for him. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, do the do the you know do the 
the money conversion rate, you know, however that turns into dollars or, or pesos. But, um, you know, was, at least they got half. I think, you know, they spent $10 million mm-hmm. on them. So at least they got some of their money back. Um, like, that's the thing I don't well, like about Monterrey. What was what, that? What it comes but when it comes to that, like, like when it comes to the investment against the actual profit, well, obviously it wasn't a profit. But what I liked about the move, like the transfer itself, is that uh, I don't know if you noticed or if you saw the 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 breakdown of his of his uh of his payroll. Basically, he resigned a half of what he was being paid here to go to Belgium and even so he's the best paid player in that club in Belgium. So imagine the impact that is it, it, it had on the finances of, of, of Monterey. Yeah. Yeah, no that yeah the wages um yeah the, he, they weren't getting their their return, you know. They weren't getting their return um, in terms of their investment, in terms of what they were paying for. It was, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't, you know, it was, it wasn't. Yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't working out. It was just dragging on. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of defended him, saying that he was, uh, you know, working hard. Um, you know, doing the pre-passes, a whole debate. I mean, for me, my opinion is, like, you're a striker, you're paid to score goals. Like, you know, I, I use it as an example for, for, like, baseball. If I pay you to pay you a lot of money to hit home runs and drive in runs, um, you know, and you're just giving me, you know, singles and doubles but not scoring runs or hitting home runs, then I'm not getting my money's worth, you know? It's exactly. it, like, like, yeah, okay, the assists are fine, but you're a striker. Your, 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 your main job is to score goals. And that's what, you know, and that's and, I, and I'm not saying that Bruno's money is at fault. So it's like, we, I, I just want a striker that's consistent. Like I want a striker that's gonna pop me in, you know, in a in a you know two tournaments close to 20 goals or you know, or or, or 20 goals at, at at that. You know, like I want a guy that's gonna be consistent with his goal scoring, and not you know, I'm not gonna struggle with you know the team seeing not score goals. So like. I, I just I'm hopeful that you know we'll talk about the additions right now, but I'm hopeful that this team can finally find some consistent goal scoring because that's been that's been one of the main issues. Like they can create chances, and then in, in a game they'll have six or seven chances. You know, obviously they're not going to score them all, but they don't score any of them. And then you know, it, it, the, the, like the Atlético San Luis or somebody like that, they'll have maybe two chances and they'll capitalize on both. You know. And, and so I just I just want consistent goal scoring, and Jansen wasn't providing that. Um, I don't have an issue with people liking him, uh, but at the end of the day, you can't defend. He wasn't a goal. He wasn't scoring goals, and that's at the end of the day, that's his job. Like he has to. That's the main thing. That's why he's on high wages. You don't pay those high wages for like an, a, a, a playmaker. You play those the, those high wages and that transfer fee for a goal scorer, because at the end of the day. This sport is about scoring goals, and you know the goal scorers are going to get paid the most, and he wasn't doing that. So like, mm-hmm. uh, so so uh, so know, we'll see what there. Oh, go ahead. You got anything else on, on that? You know, you know what? What it reminds me of? It reminds me of the the same conversation we had about Nico Sanchez. I don't know if you remember that. That uh, we were saying because most people was like, wow, oh, but he's a legend. He's an idol. He's a this and that. 
and he scores goals. Yes, but that's not his job. I mean, that's the same thing here, obviously, the other way around. Jackson was the guy who, like, uh, okay, in English it's not going to make sense. So the one with the webbles, right, like the effort. He, 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 has, the, he has a lot of heart. He has a lot of grit. You yeah. know, he'll, 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 he'll put in the effort. He'll give you effort. I mean, you know, that, but at, at the end of the day, you know, you're not paying effort. You know, you, when you spend $10 million on a transfer fee, <laughs> you're not paying for effort. You know, you're paying for somebody to, you know, be a difference maker and score goals. Exactly. And, and, and on top of that, he went, I think it was about eight months, if I'm not mistaken, without scoring. Even though he was injured for like three or four months out of that, still a lot, a lot of times because it was at least I remember it was, I'm sure it was at least two months without, without him scoring at all. And, uh, and he had chances. He had really good chances and, uh, he was just missing. Like, uh, a lot of people come, comes down on Funes Mori, but, Funes Mori has 134 goals, so there's no comparison, right? I know that that a lot of people like mm, Jansen, as we said, for for the things that he does outside of the pitch. But at the end of the day, the his job was to score, and he wasn't doing that, and he was really expensive. So it is what it is. I mean, a lot of people can disagree or, or agree or I don't care, but the thing is that he wasn't scoring, so it's yeah. whether... I, I would I would definitely much rather have a guy from, from the youngsters, like the young uh, squad, to be there and not scoring, because at least he's, he's not costing me a lot of money, right? Yeah, I think I think it's... I think it's you know, it, I think it was time they got something in return rather than, you know, the good thing is that they, you know, they spent a lot of money like on Akilova and Vincent Jansen, but at least they got some of their like money in return. It wasn't like, you know, in past players where they have to like, if they move on from them, they have to like pay their wages with another team. So it was good that they, that they got, you know, that they got off, you know, they got off and they got off from those contracts and they got something in return. But, um, I mean, that was a marquee, you know, departure. I mean, I don't know if you want to add on somebody else. Um, of, you know, the other departures, they weren't, you know, that of consequence. You know, you had Daniel Parra, I believe. Um, but, you know, Jensen was would, the main one. I would, Go ahead. I would add, I would add um, Campbell because, uh, like it or not, with Busetich, he was the best player. Uh, but again, uh, he... He wasn't that that player. He was just a best yeah, one out of was, the ones. Yeah, he wasn't consistent either. Like you know, that's why some people say, "Why don't we get the Costa Rica Campbell?" Um, you know, it's mm. just consistency. And at the end of the day, you can't keep paying these players high wages if you if they can't be at least consistent. You know, so you know, we'll see what happens. It is what it is. No, there. no, just but, to just just to be clear because. I know people might might uh, misunderstand what we're trying to say. We're not saying that uh, Jensen or Campbell should have scored every single game. No, that's not what we're saying at all. No. Only no. But you, when you, saying you that, need a goal, that those when you need, when you need 
when you know what I'm saying is like when you need a goal, when you need you know like against San Luis, we needed goals. We, you know, like if, mm-hmm. if, they, if they go throughout this, you know, the tournament saying, you know, it, you don't have to score every goal, but at least you know in the important important games show up and contribute yeah. with the goal because that's when you earn your big money. And none of them did that. And the, and the same thing with Rogelio from his money. Like yeah, he has 134 goals, but like. He, he hasn't shown up uh, in this, you know, it was an injury riddle, you know, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, he had injuries too. Um, but the reason why I would say move on, to move on from him would have been like, okay, he's 31 years old. He's already having knee issues. I'm the type of person that likes to get ahead, a you know, get, a, get ahead of a situation than, than saying, oh, damn, this guy is, is, is broken down. Like, you know, he's, he, his, knees is, his knee is effed up. And he's not the player what he used to be. You know, I, I I like when a team says, okay, you know what? Even though it's like ruthless, um, I'd rather see a team get ahead of him and say, you know what, man? Well, we're gonna move on for you from from this reason. We'll we'll we'll, we'll set you up wherever you want to go. But you know, I, we're just trying to, you know, I don't. They they might have more information to how his knee is than than you know we do. Um, but you know, I just I just feel like once you're once you're like messing with the knee and you're during your you know during your early thirties. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a gamble and see if you can recover and, and see what he is, you know. Because once your knee goes, you know. Go ahead. It's everything. And, and that, now, just to be clear, as I have the, I have I, I did have a talk with the people around the the medical stuff from the club, and they they're saying exactly that, which is. It's really dangerous. What it is is, literally, they say it's a coin toss. Whether it, it's just two options, he could go a full year without any any uh, sort of of uh, relapse, but he could be one week and be done with his career. So that's that's how much of a danger the the injury he had. Uh, it's presenting. So I I think that the the, the this this part is where, where we can link up the, the path with with uh, the additions because the main goal of the club um, this uh, window transfer uh, this transfer window uh, is exactly that to get ahead of it but not getting rid of them right which is kind of understandable. Uh, Let's say that he yeah. gets to stay another six months, another year maybe, if he's doing okay. But the 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 the, the intent or, or the the plan is to is to have this guy who's coming in to take that that spot, right? Which is I think it's good. Yeah, because I mean we saw it last year, like when Vergara went down, a lot of people, including yeah. myself were critical and it's like and, and it happened like when the January window was open. It's like why didn't you make an addition? You know, you and then we saw it throughout the season this team struggled to score goals. It was like it was hard to watch. And now um, as we make the transition to the additions, um, you know, they've got some goal scorers. They got uh Rodrigo Aguirre, they you know Herman Berterani you know, he's coming, you know, once you know the, the loan expires on on July or July June 31st, um, which you know mm-hmm. June 30th I should say. Um, you know yeah, that's yeah. when all on the you know in Europe expire. So like you know you can't 
can't sign a contract until that expired. So that you mm-hmm. know, and then you have the more than likely Zhao. Uh, I th- I think we have to say like is Yoshimar because there's another Zhao Rojas the saying you know, but mm-hmm. um, you know they have that he's gonna cover your left wing. Um, so now you, they really beefed up the attack. Um, where 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 are you on this? Which player are you most excited for? Um, and where do you see this going? I mean, they they invested some money. Um, it took some time with the the Bertarami stuff. I, I would like to think that the Jansen, you know, getting that money was helpful to like facilitate uh, a move for that. But where where are you on these moves? Who are you most excited for? Uh, and and did you actually think they would pull through and like have a transfer window where they they get like three attackers? <laughs> well, first let let me explain to the people who's listening uh, exactly what happened. Basically, what happened was this: uh, the the main goal was to bring Berterami. That was the first option. It always been the first option, and the amount of money. It wasn't a problem. It was going to be eight million. So all right. But the thing was that uh, Berterame wasn't really uh, not him, but his manager. His uh, yeah, his manager uh, was more so trying to get him back to to Europe or even uh, America, right? So that kind of went a little bit cold, and that's when. Monterey did his move for Aguirre, which I really like that one. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna state my opinion after after I explain the whole thing. So Aguirre obviously costs, I think it was four million, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but the thing is that uh, the the budget that the club had was exclusively for Bertrami. There was there wasn't going to be any other addition, right? It was going to be just uh, bring Berterame and that's it. But when when that went cold, then they grab Aguirre, and then Berterame was open. Like, all right, so let's let's negotiate uh, further, and that's when it did have a lot to do that that uh, Jansen transfer. If that hadn't happened, we wouldn't see Berterame here. They're just plain as that, plain and simple. So then that happens. And at the end, well, of the of the of that week, there was a couple of bucks left. So that's when they they showed interest in the in it was the first option was uh Ocampo and the second was Ojeda and the third was uh, Yoshimar uh, Rojas. But Ojeda is uh, around 12 million, so that, was, that wasn't that was going to happen. Then Ocampo, it was around eight also, so that wasn't going to happen. And that's the reason I, I explained it because a lot of people <laughs> was throwing shade at me because of the name type drop, but I, I don't care. I'm going to do it every transfer window. Uh, so Rojas was much more so because of the amount of money they were going to pay because they had a few bucks left from the transfer window, uh, from Jansen uh, transfer, right? So let's put it like this. They had $8 million. They expe- They went for 
Aguirre for four, so I have four, and then sell uh, Jansen for around seven. So that completed the, the first eight and gave a little bit of uh, maneuver. So the club only had to put out another million to bring Rojas. Now, that being said, I really like, obviously, obviously Bertrand, right? Obviously. He's 24. He scores like crazy. He was doing really good with a lower table club, which doesn't mean that he's going to be good at here. But at least I have high hopes because he does seem to have this this different uh, gene or he, he, he does seem to have it, right? So other than that, obviously the... the I think that they're trying to, to for Funes wanted to pass the torch to him. If, uh, let's just put it like this, Funes Mori got here at 25 and uh, he's going to be here a year younger, we could be looking at, I don't want to jump the wrong here, but we could be looking at somebody who can stay for at least, say, six, seven, eight years. Uh, think he stays up? Do you think he stays that long? Because if he wants to go to Europe, obviously, you know, he, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll want that passage. Where do you, where do you stand on that? Because, you know, I, I don't know what's the term of the contract. I seen last time I saw it was like two years. It was like it wasn't that long. It was like a short term contract. Where do, that's, uh, yeah, the reason, but, yeah, that's the only reason why it's like, okay, he still has that European, like, by the time the contract is over, he'll be 26, he's still be in his prime year, so it's like, um, do you think he'll stay that long, or, or where, where, where does your gut say he'll 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 end up doing? I think that uh, it's going to happen uh, like this. I think that, uh, obviously, he, he, the, the contract that he has, uh, it's a uh, two-year with an option to 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 stay, obviously. I think if I'm not mistaken, it was the for fifty percent of the of, of uh, how could I say of the of, of Sukarta, the ownership. Because yeah, uh, right. yeah, yeah, his fifty percent so right. So uh, like if they were to it? sell if they were to sell him to another club, you know, Atletico Madrid would get half. Of whatever exactly. amount you know they, they sell them for. Exactly. So I think that the main goal here is that uh, obviously he, he adapts uh, fast enough and uh, he he stays here for a while. I I know I I don't think I know that the Monterey is uh it's it's already well maybe not already but they know if they need to spend that cash for the other half they will right so i don't see at the moment i don't think that Bertrame has uh let me phrase it uh the best way possible i think he's a really good player to be in mexico as long as he wants i in a club like vonerey or like america top club right if he goes to Europe, he's going to be on a mid-table club. The, the same thing that we all know that happens when you come from Mexico to Europe. It's going to be really difficult for him to to be at a Manchester City, Manchester United. It's, going, it's just not going to happen. So, I really, because of that, I really think that he could be here for a long time. 
I hope so. That would mean that he scores a lot of goals. I think that uh, out of the three, obviously he he's the one who has the more uh, weight over his shoulder. But what I, who I think is going to be better is going to be Aguirre. Because Aguirre has no pressure. Aguirre, we all look at Aguirre, at Aguirre as where well, he comes from, Macaxa, he just... Uh, He's just uh, another player in this and that. But that kid, first, is really, like, he really, he really built, which I mentioned because that you, you need to have that when, when you're, when you're near the, the, the area. The score goals, you need to be built. You need to be strong, right? So I think that he knows how to, how to get the, the, the goal. Uh, situation handle. He already scored yesterday, even though it was like a, a really weird goal, but goal at the end. So uh, I think that's that's the the one that's gonna exceed the expectations. And for Joao Rojas, I've seen him play a couple of times. I'm not gonna lie that I I, I follow his entire, of course no, but I have seen him. Uh, once uh, it was the rumor that he was going to be here, um, a, a, a guy that, that, I, that I know, he, he knows all the, not all of them, but a lot of the, the manager of the players from South America. So he started to tell me, like, check out this game, check out that game. And he's interesting. He's really interesting. Um, he's kind of, I, I would compare him with the young Aviles Hurtado. I don't know if you recall how he was like really, really skillful and that uh, he had uh, Aviles, or, or, or in this case, uh, Rojas. He is a good, a good goal scorer, but that's not his job. Like to be perfectly clear, his job is to, to go to, to the left wing or the right wing, he can play both of them. I think that the, the main goal here is to have it on the left wing uh, and just and just uh, create chances for the for the striker. And that he does really good. He has uh, an average, if I'm not mistaken, of out of every five attempts to dribble the defender, he has. If I'm not mistaken, he's at a three out of five uh, average, which is really, really good. Like to go over your defender three out of every five times is a huge percentage. It just so, so to put it in perspective, it would be like if Funes Mori uh, scored uh, three times out of every five uh, uh, opportunities, which is a lot. He would have 200 goals by now. That's the, the type of play he is. I'm, I'm most excited for, for Bertram. I think that the one who's going to surprise us all is going to be a hero. He, he, he has that, that he could win the, the, the fans really, really fast. And Rojas is going to be fun to watch. What's one player that you thought that should have left? That hasn't left, 
and then you know I'll come in with my opinions. But what's one position um, that you think they should have addressed that that still worries you? Um, because to me, that midfield still worries me. I'm I'm still we, we Ponchito Gonzalez shouldn't be you know your best box to box midfielder. Um, Pizarro is what he is at this point in his career. Um, but it's like that midfield and then Luis Romo. I, yeah, people are already being concerned with him, but um, you know. You're pretty much depending on, and you know, your best midfielder is a defensive midfielder, which shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. I, my opinion that, you know, your box box midfielders have more impact on the game. Um, but Ponchito Gonzalez shouldn't be on, you know, she shouldn't be your best player if you want to keep him. That's fine, whatever. But he shouldn't be the best midfielder on that team. But what's one area of the team that you kind of feel like, okay, you know, they should have, they should have addressed this, and you know, it's gonna worry you all season. Um, and then which player you think should have left uh, that that hasn't left or, or didn't leave. Well, the 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 I think that the most uh the the, the position the needed to be um an an addition first it, it had to be the, the striker position because we were creating chances uh, a lot of them but we we weren't we weren't scoring so that was the main concern for me. Taking into consideration that that was already taken care of. So the next one for me, it was the left back. Because Gallardo hasn't played shit for at least a year and a half. But the good thing is that you have Aguirre, Eric. Uh, so he can play that there and he has been doing it more than okay. He's really good. So you can have that cover. So the third one, it has to be the the the, the midfielder, um, just to be as fair as possible. I know it's uh, they are preseason games, and I'm not supposed to overanalyze that, but I kind of like Romo <laughs> the last two games. I mean, he's he's starting to. You can see he he's being a little bit more comfortable and I really have I'm gonna I'm gonna have my 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 eye on him because because he was really really good in Cruz Azul really good that, that was his see his main uh uh um the 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 reason why we brought him was because he was exactly that box to box and he was as good as defending as as he was on the on the offensive side of it, he's improving. I hope he keeps on 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 just getting better and better with our cup with with, with Real. Yeah, I mean, Ponchito and, and Pizarro. They, even though they they you know how good can they be. We all know that Ponchito is going to give you 34 games like on a top top notch level. Then he's going to disappear for another seven, eight games. That's just the way Ponchito is. And then Pizarro, if he gets his second, uh, his he, he, if he gets his second boost, he could be uh, somebody that you can rely on. But I wouldn't start. Either of those two, 
neither Conchito or, or Pizarro at all. I will have them coming off the bench. This is really easier for them to be good just 20, 25 minutes uh, instead of being the guys responsible for the the whole creation of, of the of, of the opportunities for 70, 75 minutes is not going to happen. So I think that uh, the, the position that, that needed to be filled was filled, which was a striker one. And uh, hopefully uh, a year I can just get Gallardo to the fucking bench once and for all. And uh, Romo recoups his, his actual level. Uh, and so let's let's transition over to the coach. Um, we'll see teach. Uh, mixed bag when he came back. Um, for me, like I said, I would have been okay with him if he would have just came in for like those last couple of months and said, okay, mm-hmm. thank you for helping us. Let's move on to somebody else. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They signed him to a two-year deal. Granted, you know, they, they can they evaluate him every tournament. So, I mean, but still, I mean, why do you need to sign for two years? Um, where, where are you with him? He, he has the, you know, it, it's, it's pretty much him or you know, it's, it's, it's going to be on him now. He has all the pressure. Where, where are you mm-hmm. on him? How confident are you that he can get the job done? Because I think you were kind of hesitant, you know, bringing him back. You you were one of the people that were vocal of not, not bringing him back. Um, mm-hmm. you know, where where well, are you with him? Just, Go ahead. I, I didn't want him back because I remember how he got out of here. I mean, the, and, and a lot of people forget we have selective memory. So... They all think about the 2009-10 Liga Championships and, and CONCA Champions, the three in a row. But a lot of people don't remember that we went four tournaments in a row without, not, not only without qualifying to the Liga, but not even going above 24 points. And mind you, I was a team that had Humberto Suazo, and at some point, he had Pavon and Suazo at, at his top, right? So, I I want to, I really want to give Bursutich the benefit of the doubt, but they just, it's, just, it's just a matter of looking at the numbers. I mean, unfortunately, numbers have no feelings, so just, 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 just take a look what he has done with Chivas which is the last uh, club. And you can argue that, well, Chivas has, doesn't have good players or this and that. Yeah, but the numbers are really awful. So, and, and, and as well, you can take a look at what he has done with Real the last two years, and it was nothing. And with Querétaro, even though he got to the final, it was just a matter of Ronaldinho having his last fucking breath in, in, in in, in Mexican football. Uh, so I I really have like I, I really want to say right everything's gonna be okay with this but I, I just can't I, I just just can't now I want I, I'm just gonna say this though that how long of a lease do you get 
How long? How long do you give them before you say, okay, you know what, that's not working? How many? How many games do you give them? Because obviously they invested again a lot of money, um, and now they need results. So how long are you giving him until you kind of say, okay, this is actually working or this is not working? Well, it depends on what you mean. If you mean to get get them fired, uh, I would definitely wait. No, I mean, just tournament. your opinion, your opinion, your opinion, your opinion right. to say, okay, you know what, this guy is not working. Like, just your opinion alone doesn't mean he has to be fired, but for you to say, okay, this is, okay, this so, guy is actually making things work, or yeah. to say, you know what, my fears, my concerns were right, this guy is just not going to work. Six games. With six games, you you have enough uh, to, to see if the quote-unquote uh, quote idea uh is getting through the players or or even him uh is getting through the players to play as as he commands i think the six play six games is more than enough after six games i would definitely consider if the club is not going the way it's supposed to meaning not just the results not just either if he wins it or not because you could be losing but you could be playing good so i would definitely wait and you could be winning playing shit. So I wouldn't. Right. So what I would do is just uh, do the tournament. If I'm not mistaken, it's 18, uh, 18 weeks, which is one third of it. It would be six in. So that's more than enough to do a pre-evaluation that tells you if, if you need to start looking for, for options. Not saying that you have to get rid of them, but saying that uh, the tournament could go either way, even if you're a champion or whatever, because that's just how football is. But you have a, a, a substitute ready for the next tournament, which would be in January, because you have the advantage that this one is going to end around November, early November, if I'm not mistaken, or late October. So you're going to have a two full months, if you want to do a change on, on the manager position, a full two months to have that new guy uh, working already with the, with the team. So I would give him six games to know if he's going to stay or not, and that's about it. Um, uh, I think... What else is there? Well, I guess we can touch on the preseason games. What, what, from what you've seen, I've, I've watched a little bit of both, but I haven't really paid attention to either of both. Um, what have you liked? What, what has caught your eye? It doesn't have to be like the, the, the results or anything. What's kind of caught your eye uh, in terms of? And, and I, I, I actually want to talk to you about the jerseys. One last thing: those jerseys are awful. I, I, they, they, yeah. I I'm trying to grow. I'm. I'm, I want to grow. I want them to grow on me, but I just can't. Like, they're just, they just look weird. They're not the same. I, they, I don't know. What's your, what's your thought on that? But what, 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 what have you seen from this preseason um, that you've liked? You know, it could be just a player, um, you know, maybe a system or, or whatever. But what, what have you noticed this preseason? All right. So, uh, first, the, the, I only watched um, the game again. Puma, which was yesterday. We are recording this on a Thursday, so that was Wednesday. Um, I watched the entire game. 
I really like Aguirre. Uh, the the Mexican, not the not the, the one who just got here. Uh, he's really fucking good. He's a really top player. We 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 not. We do, do, you makes, do you think he makes the national team for the World Cup, just out of curiosity? Because yeah. I know Montes yeah. is going to be the one, but do you think he makes it or not? Oh, yes. Definitely. If he, play, he, if he keeps on playing like how he's playing the last, at least the last 10, 10 games with Real, definitely he, he has to make um, and, and also because you have a player who can play a different position. It could be a right wing, a left wing, a midfielder. Uh, he he's just uh, awesome. I mean, I I I think that he's one of those guys that's underestimated or or undervalued. Uh, if 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 that word actually exists, <laughs> uh, he he's the the one that I really like. Um, aside of that, I don't see anything. No, I see. I saw yesterday. I saw a team that are uh, bouncing and, and bumping and, and whatever got the score, the goal. At least this time they scored. And uh, I don't see yet a a actual idea of how to play. I, I see that they got the ball, but I don't see they know how to get it across or how to create chances. The thing is that uh, that uh, I don't see how how there was an improvement uh, when it comes to how to play. But again, it's just a matter of, of uh, maybe patience. I, I don't know. Um, but at the end of the day, Busetich mm, has always uh, been like that. Like he's not the one who who has the the the, the ball the entire game and just goes forward. He's more of a waiting coach and, and then just this this amazing counterattack, which kind of happened uh, against Puma yesterday. But the thing is that uh, we don't have a, a, a squad to be concerned, to be to be afraid of going forward. So that's just the, the only thing that kind of worries me that he, as, as we all, well, as he, at least I have said before, I don't think he's up to date when it comes to this this game. I think that he's trying to duplicate what he done, we, he has done in the past, which was eight years ago. So I, I don't know. I, I I just cannot give him the benefit of the doubt. And when it comes to the jerseys, I fucking hate him. I don't like him at all. I, I mean, it's just a matter of, I don't know, it, it might be too simple for me because um, I see it just like it is, but I don't, I, I don't see the actual need to be like uh, freestyling with the jerseys. Like, I, I just think that they're trying to do something that is not necessary. Just Go with the, I mean, you could do this. You could go with the the blue and, and, and white jersey, the, the classic jersey, the normal one for the for the home kit. 
And then for the away kit, you just do the same thing, but the other way way around, right? First the white, then the, the blue. And for the third kit, the one that just sells and nobody uses ever, then on that one, you can go crazy. You can use whatever the fuck you want. But they're trying to, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know, but I didn't like them either. Yeah, like I started to realize Puma is doing what like Nike does sometimes or, or Adidas. They'll like replicate the uh, a template that they do for another club and they'll bring it yeah. like they did for that third jersey with the like Monterey. It was the same shit they did with like Frenabache, AC Milan. Chivas, I think, had that too. So it's like it was like the same template. You know, it wasn't like nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, oh, I don't. I just I'm not a big fan of Puma, and they're. I think you said. I think was it you that tweeted, or was it Felipe Galindo that tweeted that their deal is up in 2024? Do you renew that, or do you go? Do you go with another, with another brand? I would definitely go with another one. Uh, do you have a preference? Yep. I, but nobody's gonna like it. But I don't care. I would go with with a. Uh, I I I I like. Trials skits better when it was uh, Nike. When it comes to these big brands, obviously, uh, because we have like local brands that were better. Which one? One was Atletica. It was. Uh, it was they. They at least they they had a respect for the design. The one who again the home kit. They always like they they. They kind of go uh, with the punches there, but it wasn't nothing crazy. But if you if you're giving me a choose from uh, Adidas, uh, I mean uh, from Nike and, and Puma, which both had had the sponsorship, I would definitely go with with Nike. But but I would like them to try either Adidas. Or I don't know if Kappa still exists, but I will go with something. Yeah, Ka Kappa, Kappa still exists. They do Aston Villa and um, mm -hmm. I think Monaco. Monaco, yeah, those are the two ones at the top of my head that I know that they do. Yeah. I, know uh, they, they, oh, I think they do Napoli too. I think Napoli, if I'm honest, like, those and, are like and, and, and if you if you if you take a look at those jerseys, they have respect for the club. I mean, I I haven't seen anything crazy from them. And uh, yeah. I would, yeah, I would like Monaco, you see, like Monaco and Aston Villa, like their their colors are pretty much like it's consistent. Like it might have a different design, but like the colors are consistent. You know, it's not like this this the, this home one is like a radical change. Like it's like if it wasn't a away jersey, I'd be somewhat okay with it. But if this is like the home jersey, like this is mm -hmm. yeah, this is no, this is this is something different. Yeah, it's it's just that that um. As, as we were saying, if you want to go crazy, you have the third kit. I mean, you have that one. Just, just, and and uh, a lot of people say, well, it's just that, like you said, uh, it's just that, that they have this template and they replicate it through the entire uh, of clubs that they, they they sponsor. But the thing is that as a club, you still have a saying. You still need to to put your foot down and say you know what i i see what you're doing every everywhere else i don't want that here i mean 
It's just a matter of saying, for this kid, I need this type of, of design. And and you can have, to, even, you can have the, the other two to go crazy, even the away kid, if you want, and the third one. But the first one, the home kid, just have a little, a little bit of respect for the history of the club. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I, I'm I'm big on hopefully they get Kappa. At least like you know with like some Cruz Azul has like Joma or however you pronounce that one, that Italian. I think it's an yeah. Italian brand because the only one I know is that has that brand is like Atalanta at the top of my head. Like I don't know any other. I'm pretty sure there's some smaller Italian clubs and other clubs that I probably don't know, but like the the biggest one that that I can rem- that I can know is Atalanta. Um, so it would be cool to go to Kappa just to get something different because like you yeah. know, Nike is Nike, Adidas is Adidas. But like to have something, something you know that's pretty, yeah. pretty unique in Mexico because nobody has Kappa, um, mm-hmm. so it would be cool to go there. So, um, but yeah, uh, Rumpas, anything? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna, just gonna say that that uh, exactly what you said at the end. Um, Kappa, it's a really respected brand, at least for my knowledge, and uh, I haven't seen them in Mexico. I don't want to say ever because I do remember. I think there was America who got dressed by Kappa, but in the '90s, something like that, or early 2000s. But I would, I would definitely go with them. But uh, all right, so that was it. I'll, I'll that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. What's the last thing? Uh. That's on. Uh, or my well, at least something I want to talk about. The Nico Sanchez, the final, I guess, this video game, uh, farewell game, whatever. Uh, against America de Cali. Uh, I know some people were saying, well, why don't they get Udoy Cruz or like one that Nico has played for? I mean, Argentina's in the middle of their season, so like it would be hard to like say, hey, come up, you know, come up to Mexico and play like a friendly during like your middle of the season. Um, I don't know. At least like God, I don't know how compact, like I don't know how congested, you know, the Argentina league is like when it comes to like the regular season, but I kind of understand why they probably went with, you know, another club. Um, so wanted to get your thoughts on on that before we go. Oh, it's just um, I I I believe this one. I I think I I don't know it for sure, but I believe it has something to do with the uh, Duban Vergara signing back uh, a year ago. It has something to do that this game was already like set from there, um, so. It's just that. Uh, I mean, the the game, the farewell game, is is reserved, it's really reserved for for Nico. Um, even though the last two years he was really struggling with the club when it comes to defending, he still was one of the the few defenders that got to us as a fans uh, in in that manner that that only. Again, a few, a few, especially in that position, can do. I only remember three of the top of my head, which, well, maybe four. It would be Rochen, Pasanta, Nico, and maybe, maybe, maybe Richard Tavares back in the 90s. At least from what I have seen live, which is from 90, 1990 to, to today. Um, those four, I can say that they they have done that. Won the the 
the people's heart, right? So it's well deserved, and uh, uh, it's it's a unusual game. I haven't seen America the Cali here at least not that I can remember. Do you, do you, I just I just I, out of curiosity, just because they had like the um you know these these friendlies in the summer, and I know I think was it. Felipe Galindo in his space. Um, I'm not sure who's the guy that they brought in from Spain. You probably know his name, from Pas, but he was like he's supposed to like help um, Monterrey like develop an international brand, like you know to like make the club known internationally. So that way, we know when their name comes up, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a club from Mexico. Um, do you think like for me, the summer friendlies are supposed to be like, okay, let's promote ourselves, you know, let's promote our club players, whatever, right? Um, do you think that they should have played these like um, like these friendlies against what was it Santos Pumas and I don't know who they're playing next. I think they got one more. I don't even know who they're playing next. I know they played this week. Um, but do you think that they should have played you know some of these games against whether it doesn't just have to be like European clubs, but like maybe like a South American, you know, a couple of South American clubs you play freaking. You know, if you were to play like for example, America, if you were to play even like in Miami or like where there's a lot of Colombians just so you can say okay let's go to Miami let's try to build our brand there you know make our club known or whatever at least you know get some international and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would like enjoy a trip to Miami and say okay I'll go watch one today in Miami I'll take a vacation um but do you, do you think they should they should think like that or what's your thought process because I, I I was like okay you're playing Leon Mekis again you know you're really not growing you know the, the whole point of why you brought this guy is to help grow yourself internationally and you're not doing that. I mean, yeah. what's your take on that? To to end this to end this podcast. Uh, first, the name is Andoni Subizarreta. Uh, that's it, the guy from Spain who's taking care of those situations. Now, I don't think that he had anything to do with these games. I think that they were already set because they pretty much have this type of games uh, planned at least six months uh, earlier. But I do think I I actually agree with you in that that uh even even if you go to Texas just like San Antonio and Dallas Houston that part of Texas where you know you're gonna have people uh, Rayados fans already you should take a risk and and uh, maybe have I don't know Anderlecht or 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 a mid-table club from Europe or yeah. or some, I'm surprised they did. Like when Vincent Janssen was there, they didn't try to organize something with like yeah, another club, whether it was like PSV or 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 any like one of them. Like you know, or, like they did try it with Sevilla, but I think um, I think uh, I don't know what was the reason why that got canceled. I think Sevilla couldn't. I don't know what was the reason. I, I completely forgot, but I know they tried to do it with Sevilla, mm-hmm. uh, but you know it fell through. But like. To me, the summer is where you're supposed to like experiment because you know they have friendlies during the season. Like they'll have it like in November or something. Because I know that that, that Sevilla game was planned for like November, which was odd because I was like, it's in the middle of the season. Why are you doing it in the middle of the season? Like it should be in the summer where they're they're not playing the regular season. You know, the La Liga season hasn't started, so I was like, why did they do it in November? It kind of like felt like it was gonna fall through anyway. But, you know, they have these regular, you know, these friendlies. Like, that's when they can go to McAllen. That's when they can go to San Antonio. That's when they can go to to Dallas, you know. It's like, 
you know, go, when, when it's the summertime, like, you know, playing the, like these tournaments, like, like for the, say which one about you, us, they're a disaster to dumpster fire, but at least they get themselves in that tournament that they're playing with. I don't, I don't know who are the other European clubs that they're playing in. Um, I think they're playing in Las Vegas or something like that. They're playing in some tournament. I, I completely, I, it's not, I don't care about Brazilian tournaments, but like I can like recall, you know, but you know, like and, and Rayados have done that. Like you see Rayados, they're playing in the against, you know, some of the European, you know, best clubs in in, in women's soccer. So it's like, mm-hmm. why can't the men's side do that? You know, it's like you know, the I, women's side I, got it going on. You, you know what what I would do for for the summer? You know, you have like two months to prepare the next the next uh, tournament. So I would definitely grab one of those two months and just go to Europe. The whole squad. Just go to Europe and have a couple of games there because it's going to be much more difficult to have a European club over here in the United States or in Mexico. Like, you have to pretty much... I think they can come, I think they can come to the United States. I think most of them do. It's just, I don't know how they don't get into these, like, like for example, like the International Champions Cup or whatever that shit's called, the ICC. I don't, I don't know. Like I know it's called the ICC. I don't, I don't know what it stands for, <laughs> at the top of my head. But you know, it's like you know, like I think what was it Pumas too? They played like last year. They played like Everton in that tournament in in Orlando, where it was like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Millonarios, uh, Pumas, Everton, and there was another club. It was another European club. I don't, I don't remember the top of my head. Uh, but okay. it's like you know, like why can't why can't Monterrey? Like it's like well, why is it Pumas can, can maneuver their way into that tournament and Monterrey can't you know like that's the type of stuff like that's where you're you know it, granted it's Everton but at least Everton is like a recognizable Premier League club you know it's not like it's not like you know uh, you know granted you know they, they were start they struggled last season but you know it's a recognizable name you can say hey we play against them um, you know it's it's like you know get yourself get your name in there and. And you know that's yeah. that's what it is about summer. The summer it's just about branding. Make, like that's why all these European clubs go to like Japan. They go to South Korea. Mm-hmm. They go to like the United States. You know, like they want to grow their presence there. You know, it's like, hey, come follow us. Help us grow our channels. You know, our social media, or you know, like because obviously, you know, if they grow their social medias and whatever, they can go to the business side and say, hey, this is our following. You know, this is what the the countries you reach. Come be business mm-hmm. partners with us that's what that's what it is in the summertime it's not yes it's to prepare you know for the season or whatever but it's also to like market to grow businesses and and, and stuff like that too you know it's like it's it's it, as much as people want to say football is football it's a it's a sport whatever it's also a business you can't ignore the business side of it uh, like, no the, the thing is that uh, i think we're asking too much from people that <laughs> you know how to how to take advantage of the world, the the, the club like, world. they have they have the funds. They have like funds, like that's the thing. Is like they have like a big time company behind them, and they're still um, acting like you know, like they're just you know, it's it, it's a it's a you know, it's like FEMSA has a lot, like has a has a large reach. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's, I yeah. start thinking like that. You know, like invest yourself, grow. You know, and and I think this is oh, oh God quick thing and it kind of triggered it right now um that was that was the last one that's this is the last thing we'll talk about um because i really do gotta go um there the and i think it goes hand in the hand of having like academies in the u.s and making sure they get some free young players that's also the point of like going into the summer you know like i, I know like just covering like spurs and whatever they have academies in south korea because of sun 
Um, you know, PSG has academies in Qatar because of the, the owners or whatever. You know, I think yeah. that's the one that it has to do too. Like, it really, like, especially now with like the 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 the, the foreigners, like, the, it's reducing. It's really, you're really, they're really, you know, it's really starting to, you know, they got really invest in their academies and really start plucking out like really really good talent. You know, like, it just can't be let's poach talent from the other Mexican clubs. Now you really got to start developing your own. Um, and I know they're bringing in some Argentine kid. I don't, that's a tagen. I'm terrible with names. Um, but what, where, where, where are you on with that? And, and where, where do you see that this project now going under Nico Sanchez? And I guess we bring, it goes back to Nico where we're just initiating this conversation. Well, I think that, um, if somebody could help with that, it could be Nico. Uh, he knows his way around. Obviously, Argentina, and by default, Uruguay and then Chile and South America, except Brazil. But other other countries, he could get a hand of it. Uh, I kind of, not kind of, I, I really liked it that the, they are bringing a, a young player from Argentina because. Not not because of the name of the player, but because of the intention behind that, mm-hmm. move, which is to kind of uh, get the players younger so you can develop them here and start to think in the future to develop those players and sell them to Europe and cut out the middleman. So I think that's that's a bold yeah. move. That uh, actually I kind of respect that move. So. If that's yeah. the way it's gonna be, I applaud it. I have nothing yeah. to say. Because because Rayados really like, I look some of some of the players. They look nice, but like it's been a while since you know they pumped out a Charlie Rodriguez, a Cesar Montes, like where it's like, yeah, that's like that's the jewel. Like that's like you can easily say, yep, yeah, that's 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 the jewel of the of the academy. Like that's the guy that's gonna be playing. He'll he'll be a t- he'll be 18, 19 years old, and he'll walk in like, he'll be 20 years old he'll, he'll be in the starting you know no question to ask you know it's been yeah. a while and that's what i'm hoping nico does i don't like for me i don't care about wins or losses when it comes to that like he his main goal should be and i hope the club is emphasizing this to gr- develop these players grow these players you know yeah. and i hope they can bring in another couple of south american players because like i just don't want the, some of these kids in the academy saying well i'm mexican I, I'm going to get this spot, you know, like, I'm not going to, you know, like, no, no, this, this Venezuelan kid is really, really good. Now you're going to have to beat him out. If you really want that spot, you're going to have to beat him out. You know, you're going to, you're going to have to beat out this Argentine, you know, like really earned. And I really hope they, they, they strive. The, the things that should be is competition, development, and growth. That's it. Like wins or losses are gravy, but that's, that should be Nico. That's what Nico should do. Like, Obviously, you know, he wants to win or whatever, but like when it's like when it comes to that, it should be development, growth, and making sure these guys are ready to compete, especially when they get their chance at the first team if they get that. I would, I would definitely add something there. I would definitely add this, this, that, uh, that, 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 uh, expansion or whatever the name for that league, um, they have no, they don't go up to their, Primera Division, and they, they don't go down to second division. So they just there, right? So take advantage of that. Just have Nico Sanchez there for as long as you can have him. And not, not because it's Nico, whatever the coach might be. 
meaning have somebody to go with there to know the ins and outs of the actual players. So it could be your left, uh, the right wing, the uh, right hand when it comes to those type of situations. You know what? Take advantage of Nico. You know what? Uh, Nico has great relationship with the lower table uh, clubs in Argentina. So you could have, let's say like this, mm-hmm. the, next, uh, the next Martin Ojeda from Godoy Cruz, you could have him here already. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that, that should be the goal. And, yeah. and, and also by domino effect, you're going to cause that uh, the, the Mexican players that think they, they have a sh- uh, 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 their place assured, well, they're going to have to think twice because you have these kids from other parts of the world and not yeah. just South America. You can have them from whatever the fuck you want and just have them compete against each yeah, other. Yeah, because to me, for me, Rayados should be only for players who have potential to go to the first team. It shouldn't just be players, okay, you're done playing under 20. Okay, come play here now. You know, no, mm-hmm. no, well, you know, because as much as people who like, preach prospects development or whatever like not a lot of these kids are going to make it like i'm pretty sure they understand it i'm pretty sure they tell them hey and i'm pretty sure they tell them to like get them motivated but it's like not a lot of them are going to make it to the first team like you really got to be the best of the best to be, do that and i think rival should be you know have it should be players who have potential to go to the first team. it shouldn't just be players over just coming over just to play that's it you know like there has to be some type of of intention behind this project and it should be development growth um, and just making sure that, that these players are ready when they need them in the first team that they can easily play in the first team and and to me just the last question I'll ask you like in terms of like say if it's a 15 player roster like how many for you would be okay this is the amount of foreign players I would bring to this club or to you know to the to the second you know to that to that development squad I would just bring at the most three yeah. like uh it, it has to be uh, a, a few because you want to be the best ones out of those few. Like if you if you open it up to be ten, you have you're gonna have ten of the ten. You're gonna have two. Yeah. But if you have like three, maybe two even. If you have the maybe not the best that you can get. Uh, but no. Let me correct that. Maybe not the best there is, but the best that you can get. Yeah, so, I think. No, no, go ahead. It's going to help you a lot to have uh, one or two kids like that that, uh, that, that are above the average. And uh, instead of having 10, that you just. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was thinking three or four. Um, and I think that you can take risks, you can take gambles and say, like, the, the kids are bringing in some alone. Like, to me, if you if you want to say, hey, you know what, I want to take a gamble on this Uruguayan kid or this Venezuelan kid or this Colombian kid or this Paraguayan kid, like you can take the rest. Like to me, it should be players with like, like if we can development or you know development, there's high upside. You know, it should like those are the risks you should take. You know, like with this project, it should be, yeah, this kid is raw. Like there's some like we gotta work. You know, we gotta mold him. We gotta fix him. But like if if we do our shit, like boom, this kid, this kid can play, can play first team, like no question. You know, it's just it's all about like development. You know, like that's what it should, should be. Like they should be grabbing players where it's like, if, if yeah. we hit it, if we hit it, first team. Gonna be a home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's that's what it, this project should be. 
That should be about I would, his worth. Go ahead. I, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to add, I would buy them. I wouldn't yeah. loan, loan them. I would buy them just yeah, like just, the whole yeah. list. Yeah. 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 No, I think that that should be this project. If you're going to, like, let's bring in, and, like, they should take risk with all nationalities. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't just be, like, Argentina, Colombia. Like, if they like a Venezuelan kid, go ahead, grab them, mold them, and if you hit it, then you hit a home run. If you like this Paraguayan kid, grab them development and, and see if you can hit a home run with him you know like this this is the yeah. where you should you should be you know you know it's, it's like las vegas you kind of roll the dice and see some of them are going to miss because that's just the nature of the you know it's it's, it's, it's with, like in baseball it's like having prospects you know you're going to hit and miss on some you know that's just yeah. how it is it, 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 it's it's like that but um i think that's it i think i think we kind of covered everything that we needed to cover um yeah let me add just one thing before i said my my uh usual farewells um just one quick thing we were talking about before the fact that uh we had we 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 we're throwing in ideas for a club that didn't took advantage of having the the participation in the in the club world cup when it comes to branding right so just so people know i'm gonna say here as uh, just so even you know uh, how much uh, they are lacking of those ideas. The last and you know what I think and you know what that's something kind of triggered right now. They're going to be hosting a World Cup game. Like that city is going to be in their stadium. <laughs> it's yeah. they're, they're going to be hosting. Like okay, but go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to throw that in there before because it, it triggered me right now. I can't. I got that's what it is. Like it just came to me. Like they're hosting a World Cup game in their stadium. Like now it's time. Now it's really time to brand yourself. Now it's time to say who well, who plays in that stadium. Well, it's Club de Football Monterrey, Rayados, or whatever you want to call them. You know that's the club that plays there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you should be. I I hope they're thinking of something big along the line along those lines. But what I was gonna say is this: the last two uh, best ideas that the club has had had come from the fans. Meaning what? One of them was to make the the the, the going to the actual stadium uh, a a whole experience, which I, we already talked about in the podcast. They basically took that from me. Uh, just being honest, have the 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 kids involved and everything. So that's one. And the second one was to have the fans like the the Barra Brava fans go to the upper side of the stadium. I'm not gonna say that's mine because that's not entirely mine, but I kinda have something to do with it. Meaning there there's two ways to see it. One way is well they are listening to the fans, they are taking care of those situations. But also you can say, well don't you are supposed to have those ideas? You have to wait for the fans to tell you what it is that it needs to be done. So that's kind of what worries me, because if you have that set of that that mindset, then you have to rely on the fans for everything else. You just listen to the fans, and you just listen to every podcast, every fucking show, and have your ideas from there. I don't mind; it's alright. But what I am still surprised is that uh, we have this idea. Like it was 
just out of nowhere, but we have some of, so much of it. What worries me is that they don't have any idea. That's the one thing I wanted to say before we wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, marketing, um, I think that's what, I think the marketing side, the communication side really has their work cut out for them. Um, you know, like I said, that this, the stadium is going to be hosting World Cup. Um, n no idea how many amount of games, but still it's going to be, you know, it's one of the three, it's one of the three, the three arenas in Mexico that's going to be, you know, put on a global stage. Um, and I really hope the club really does start thinking big rather than still thinking like they don't have any money, um, mm -hmm. you know, when, when they're owned by a, a global brand, you know, like, obviously nobody knows what PEMSA is, but like everybody in, kind of interacts with them in, in some capacity, just, you mm -hmm. know, by the stuff that they produce. Um, but yeah, uh, Robas, anything uh, else you want to add or, or, you know, anything, you know, before you plug in, but uh, if you want to plug in what you got to plug in uh, before we go. Uh well no just that um uh it's uh, always a pleasure to be here uh thank you for the invite and uh, uh we we we're gonna try to keep doing this as much as the time uh, out of time personal time let, lets us uh, uh it's uh, big shout out to Omar Rompista for hanging in there uh, we are most close to 18k which is awesome. And uh, big shout out to Yuri, to Pat, whoever, whatever he is. That's He's back name. on Twitter. I think you know. I, I'm not sure if we got if if we if he got back to Twitter on the last podcast that we did, but um, yeah, he's back on Twitter. I don't know how you, you recovered his account, but he did. <laughs> uh, okay, perfect, perfect. All right, big shout out to him too, and uh, to everybody who listens and shares and comments and. All the amazing stuff that you do for this part. Uh, thank you all for 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 all all, all of that. And uh, let's just hope the this tournament looks uh, uh well. It's different from what we have been experiencing last two. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. just hope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I just want to plug in. Um, you already know, I've kind of told you, I've already told Pat, um, this, this, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and proceed with this podcast, proceed with the Twitter account. Um, that's already crossed 6,000 followers. Um, but, um, for those who don't know, like I work in journalism, um, I, I I'm going to start a new position on July 11th. Um, Working for NBC Sports, NBC Sports Bay Area, so covering our, all the Bay Area teams. If you don't know, if you don't know what's the Bay Area, it's um, Northern California, uh, where San Francisco. You know, it's a channel that has the San Francisco Giants, Golden State Warriors, Oakland A's, San Francisco 49ers, um, the San Jose Sharks, uh, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, they have, I'm pretty sure they have the San Jose Earthquakes there too, but that's that whole area. Um, I'm going to be a digital editor there. Um, so obviously it's going to take my time. Uh, I'm going to work remotely still. Um, so I'm hoping that it doesn't affect being able to gift stuff. Uh, but obviously I'm going to have more responsibility than I do now. Um, so uh, my plan is, and I told you, uh, to keep going as is. Um, but if, you know, if, if 
the, the job just becomes too much um, and I'm not able to dedicate the time uh, because I just don't want to be a Twitter account that just tweets. I, I want to be being able to gif just because uh, I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing the mm-hmm. stuff viral and then, you know, like all that stuff. And then like two or three years later, they use the same gif that we that, are, that we created. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really like, I really like I really I really do enjoy that's the, one of the marquee points. And like I'm not. I, to me, I don't want to have a Twitter account just to collect followers. Like that's not the whole point that I created that Twitter yeah. account. That was the whole reason for me. It was to just cover the team how I want to cover it, and that includes the marquee thing. It's just gifting stuff, clipping stuff during games, and and you know having a good quality. Because sometimes, you know, you say some stuff like having to be recorded um, from your phone on the screen, and I just want to just be like, okay, here's good quality, good HD. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I told you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and proceed as is. If the situation comes up, you know, I'm going to let you know first and, and pat and say, hey, you know what? I don't think I can do this anymore. Uh, and cool. so, like, you know, this is where, where we can take it. It's been three years. Hopefully, it keeps going, but I just want to let people know just in case that one day, like, I just disappear. People say, well, what the hell happened to that account? <laughs> yeah. I'll, tweet, I'll tweet this out too. I'll, I'll, I'll add, I'll, I'll probably quote tweet it, but like, so people can know, like, hey, I just didn't disappear to disappear. Um, mm-hmm. A personal life. I keep moving up in my career, um, so that. that but yeah, I just want to let people know. I just don't want to disappear. I'm like, and then they ask you, they'll, they'll send you a WhatsApp message and say like, "Hey, what happened to that account, Rob?" <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does happen. It does now, like, it, to, to, to be clear, obviously, uh, I think I'm 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 speaking from everybody uh, that follows your account. Congratulations, first. And second of all, uh, you're being too modest, but you are the biggest uh, English account for Mexican football team. So it's not just that. That was my point when we talked about this earlier. The oh, even a couple of days ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I was saying that uh, you can just 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 go right. It has to be a certain way of doing that because you have so much uh, following uh, that uh, it's just a matter of doing doing that a proper way. But other than that, big congratulations for, for your career. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, you know, but I, at the end of the day, I just, like, I, like I told you, like, and like I said, I just don't want to be an account like that just tweets in English. Like, I... I yeah. Like what makes us or makes what, what kind of separated me from the others was that I was putting up gifts like not to toot my own horn, but like nobody was doing that before I did it. Like nobody yeah, exactly. was, nobody did. Nobody thought about hey, let let's do some gifts, let's do some shit like that, let's clip some shit. Like nobody was doing that before I did that shit. Like no, like not to toot my own horn, you know, rub myself one up, but like nobody was doing that. Like you look at the other English ones, they weren't doing that, you know. So. Um, but I, specifically, I specifically remember that because I I got into it with the bigger accounts from well in Spanish from from Real's following because they they were just just stealing your shit. I I, I really remember that that they they just were taking your gifts and not even saying thank you. So I, I remember that that you were the first one to do that. Yeah, usually they'll 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 retweet it and then they'll they'll add like if, if they want to add like their own caption, you know, they'll retweet it first, um, and then you know, add their own caption, you know. So like, okay, here, here's the credit, but like now I'm gonna go ahead and take the clip and then put my own 
you know, uh, caption in Spanish, you know, like, that's fine. Like, that's, that's cool. That's, you know, at least I, I get the retweet, whatever. And, you know, that you get, you know, the, the, the wherever, however they want to put it, you know, that's, that's all I ask for. Like, that's, I don't need, I don't need, like, you know, as long as I get the retweet, that's fine. You want to either video record it and then put your own Twitter. You just want to embed it and put your own, you know, that's fine. That's, that's, that's all I ask. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let people know. Like I just like I said, I don't I don't want to just disappear out of the blue and people send you a WhatsApp and, and say what the hell happened to that account because that's how some people say like what happened to this person on Riles' Twitter. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what happened to that person. Um, but but yeah, so uh, appreciate everybody for listening. The most obviously I appreciate you for always being on. Um, we'll we'll probably touch back you know if anything major breaks. I mean we pretty much covered the whole transfer window that that's gonna pretty much conclude itself. The season starts on the third. Um, if anything major comes out, um, we'll try to do this monthly just for time uh, purposes. Okay. We'll, we'll do this monthly. Um, uh, hopefully we can have Pat back on, um, you know, once he stops being busy. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you again. Uh, thank everybody for listening and uh, we'll chat soon.